We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Blue Wire. With the third pick in the 2020 NBA Draft, the Charlotte Hornets select LaMelo Ball from Chino Hills, California. TJ. Oh! All right, welcome into another Buzz Beat, your Charlotte Hornets podcast on the Blue Wire Network. This is Richie, and I'll be joined by Brian for another episode. BG, how's it going? I'm all right, man. I'm uh, I'm hanging in, hanging in, and uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? Doing good. It feels like you're a busy man lately. Every time I try to get in contact with you, it just seems like you're uh, doing something else or working on some ACC sports stuff. Yeah, basketball season is um it's the busiest time of the year for me for sure. And I uh you know, I've been doing high point games as well this year. They had a little bit of a break um uh, in between games, but those like I'm starting back up again this weekend with that. So yeah, between the ACC and draft and Hornets and high point, um it's super duper fun, but it is, uh, it's incredibly, it's incredibly busy too. So when, uh, when I will, I look forward to the spring and summer for, for a little bit of downtime, but for right now we're in the thick of things and, uh, yeah. that's always, uh, it's all good fun too. Just to give you guys an update on the Hornets, uh, they haven't played a game since Saturday and their game versus the Wizards has been officially postponed. And as of today, Charlotte's record stands at six and eight. Currently, their offense ranks 23rd, according to Cleaning the Glass, and their defense ranks 12th. Uh, Their next game is scheduled to be played on Friday night in Charlotte against the 6-8 Chicago Bulls as well. Before we talk to our special guest, I'd like to briefly talk with you, BG, about two things as it relates to Charlotte. Their defensive rebounding and Miles Bridges. I know these are kind of random topics I'm throwing your way, but Defensive rebounding with this team was an issue last year, being 30th in the league. They are 28th in the league in defensive rebounding percentage this season. They are also allowing 13 second chance points per game. I had asked James Borrego the other day about the lack of height uh, when he does go small. And if he thinks that's an issue uh, with the rebounding or if it's more about the will and want to, he said it was a a little bit of a mixture of of both here. And here was his answer. It's both. It's both. Um, you know, we play small, and that's what hurt us late. 
had we been taller and longer there, we'd probably get a few of those boards. But uh, if not, you got to hit, you got to box out. We got to be the old school team on box out. We're just not, we don't have that length on the interior. We don't have that one rebounder that ha- that can go get it. Even our centers, you know, um, it's got to be a collective effort. This is old school, hit your man, box out, sandwich rebounding. And uh, we're doing a great job in the half court. Our defense is solid. We're making teams miss. We just got to come up with it, you know, and it didn't really hurt us last game until the end of the game. You know, I, I want 10 or less, but they got, you know, three or four late that cost us. So um, we got to clean that up. If we clean that up, we're going to be a much better team. BG, do you think that that's something that Charlotte is just going to have to live with and, and just hope that they can make up for it in other areas of the court? Yeah, the, yes, 100%. I mean, a, they play a lot of lineups right now where, you know, the tallest guy out there is six foot seven. I mean, PJ's playing a lot of center this year. Um, you know, I, they probably not quite half the game, but, you know, close to it, it, it seems like. And they're also playing a lot of zone. I mean, no one's playing zone more frequently in the NBA than the Hornets are right now. 23% of their defensive possessions this season have uh, been in zone. That's by far the the largest share uh, in the NBA. And that's sort of like old school, old school cliched basketball talk, but it's also true. Like often like you are susceptible on the, on the glass as a defensive rebounding unit playing in zone, the responsibilities are a little bit different. Um, there are, there are tough, there are ways for you to puncture it. And there's just no great, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe LaMelo from the guard spot is, is projects as a guy that could be like an elite rebounder from that position, but along the front line, they're not, it's not the sturdiest of rebounding units. I mean, maybe Zeller coming back helps mm-hmm. shore that up a little bit. Certainly would give them a little more size, but then it can create issues elsewhere too, because you need those lineups with PJ at five, because that's, those are their best offensive lineups. So um, they're going to have to try to shore that up as best they can, but they're, playing the way they are right now um, with the rotation, the way it's set, like, yeah, they're limited and they're not set up to be a good uh, defensive rebounding unit. I tend to agree that they're just going to have to live with some of this stuff with uh, the defensive rebounding issues. Going small produces high quality play on the offensive side, but we're seeing some of the downfalls on the defensive side of the court. And like I mentioned about the second chance points, luckily that's only like 18th, 19th or 20th in the league. It could be worse. We'll see how that goes with the the season progressing here. And then Miles Bridges, something I noticed with Bridges from the get-go has been his comfort with playing with the ball in his hands. In years past, he was strictly pretty much a spot-up shooter who doesn't necessarily keep the offense flowing. Uh, With the way that the Hornets are playing in this fast-paced offense where Borrego stresses ball movement, it's going to be imperative that everyone on the court or four out of the five players on the court have some kind of facilitating. And that's been a great skill development for Miles and one that I wasn't really sure that would happen, kind of comparing it to his previous seasons. Early thoughts on Bridges, Brian, and how he's improved on the court. Again, he's not a perfect player by any means, but what are you seeing from him this year that has been improved from last year? Yeah, I think even towards the back half of last season before uh, play was suspended, you saw Miles starting to make steps defensively, um, sort of come online more and have, I think, a little bit more court awareness, um, help awareness towards help responsibility, just the game starting to like slow down as he was processing things a little bit uh, more quickly. And I think we're seeing that some of that this year. It's certainly nice to see the event creation numbers on defense up. 
Yeah, I mean, for the first time uh, in his career, over both a steal and a block per 36 minutes, um, which is certainly nice to see. Three-point attempt rate up as well. Free throw rate down a little bit. But I just think even like some of the playmaking has been nice. You get the little, like when they run those little snug pick and rolls with him, like on the second side of the action, and he, you know, he flicks a little you know, pocket pass pass, into a rolling Bismack Biombo. Like you can see his skills and athletically, obviously everyone knows how, how freaky miles can be. And some of their best offense involves utilizing his gravity rolling to the rim um, as a lot galob threat with, uh, with LaMelo. So there's a lot of different ways to use this guy. You can see that he's got a pretty ubiquitous set of skills and the more he can stay on the court defensively, that just change. That just it's a floor raiser for him as a player. And I will be fascinated to see sort of like long term how he continues to develop because he's still just 22 years old, um, and he is he is he is getting better. So yeah, no, the early season uh, has been I think pretty encouraging with Miles and he and Lamelo as like a bench duo have been a really fun pair together and productive at that as well. Yeah, I almost feel like if. LaMelo moves to the starting role or Miles moves to the starting role. I don't think they're going to be as effective. I think they are pairing, you know, perfectly together. And yeah. I, I, I'm very happy with them just staying on the bench and just upping yeah. their minutes a little bit more. Uh-huh. Same here. Yeah. I mean, those guys are going to close down a lot of games for Charlotte, which is what matters way more than whether they start or not. Right. Like, correct. You know, that, that, that's, the important thing is, are they on the court and leverage minutes? I know there's a whole discussion about LaMelo as starter or off the bench, and maybe it's worth having, but ultimately it's, everyone knows this. What's more important is, you know, who's playing situationally when it, when the sort of like the game is on the line or outcomes are being decided. And, th- and this was another question I had asked Borrego this week and asked him what he has seen at a Bridges with the ball in his hands. And here's what he had to say. Hey, JB, this is Richie of BuzzBeat. Um, I asked this question after after game one of the season, uh, but I want to get your assessment again after 14 games. How would you evaluate uh, Miles Bridges and his ability to play with the ball in his hands and how he's become a facilitator this season, maybe compared to seasons past? Well, I'd say that's probably been his biggest jump this season is just the playmaking and the passing overall in general and um, and doing it off the bounce as well. As you know, that's a difficult skill to to uh, to grow in, but he's been able to make plays for us off the bounce. And I think last game he made one off the catch as well uh, to biz down the gut. But to me, that's probably been one of the biggest um, skill development pieces that I've seen in our in our squad, our overall squad this year. Not just you know Miles in particular. It's just Miles's overall playmaking ability. You know, even his dump off passes to biz, the pocket passes the high-low passes, the transition passes, the reads he's making. Um, this kid can pass, you know, and I think he's showing it right now. So, um, to me, it's been one of the biggest uh, jumps we've made on an individual basis this season is Miles' playmaking ability. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So we're going to have a special guest that comes on our show right now. Brian and I are going to put her through some trivia. That special guest is my wife, Paige. How's it going? Great. Great. So excited for this. You, you don't say that like you're actually excited. <laughs> well, I feel like I'm about to make a fool of myself with um, how I answer these questions. So we'll just see how it goes. Well, before we get to the trivia page, we do have a couple questions from our listeners for you, specifically for you. I didn't tell you about this, so this is this is kind of <laughs> no, uh, you did not surprise. So, yep. one of the questions is: Does Richie have a big R on the wall in every room of his house? Unfortunately, <laughs> no. We just have the one that you see behind him where he's in his podcast zone. <laughs> There's a story behind this R, obviously with the Devonte Graham thing, but. Uh, I, I I totally blanked out where we got this R. Where where did we get this R? You you had to explain it to me the next day. Your mom gave it to us for the re- it was part of like the decorations at the rehearsal dinner. So I don't know exactly where she got mm-hmm. it from, but we then inherited it after right. the rehearsal dinner. And I think for the longest time I well, I guess in the moment I thought the R stood for Richie, but really it stands for Randall, Randall, right? Yeah. 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 Now here's my question. Here's my follow-up. If you have, if, if there's an R in Richie's podcast, uh, cave or cove or lair or whatever, is there an A perhaps in the kitchen or is there an N in one of the the closets or the guest bedroom or something? (laughs) Basically does, can you find all the letters to Rand? Is Randall spelled out throughout the house? That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be pretty That's cool. That's a good idea, but no. No, not, all right. Not currently. That doesn't mean it won't be in the future now that you've given him the idea. <laughs> yes, all right. I'm uh, I'm ready to pivot to my second career as an interior designer. <laughs> and this is just the, uh, the start of that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Another question, Paige. Were the Hornets a reason in choosing me? <laughs> no. No. No, no. I'll, I'll say this. One of the reasons that I was attracted to you is because you you did know sports more than most. Having that conversation with you, I could have that while watching a baseball game, a basketball game, or a football game. What teams do you like? Because we do have some overlap. So as far as college goes, yes, I'm go. a big Florida Gators fan. Um, my mom's whole side of the family is from Florida, so that's what I was raised. But then once I moved here to North Carolina, you kind of have to pick, you know, one of those college teams. And so I went with the Tar Heels. That's where I went to school. So I'm a a big Tar Heel fan, much to the dismay of you too. Um, (laughs) But Tar Heels, then I like the Braves, Atlanta Braves for baseball and Carolina Panthers and the Cowboys for football because I did live in Texas. So that's where. Yeah. The Cowboys comes from all all over the place. Paige, I didn't know you went to. I don't think I knew you went to UNC. So yeah, we have uh, we are we are we are uh, alums of rival yeah. rival institutions here. So yeah. I've renowned for whatever it's worth. 
for whatever it's worth, I've like, I mean, I still pull for the pack, but you know, I pull for the heels and I pull for the blue devils. I'm lame because I just cover the league. So mm-hmm. it's interesting when everyone's good. Also, like I didn't need the stress of being a diehard state fan. That's uh, it's a, that's like a whole other existence you've got to take on. So I was mm-hmm. not, I did not feel bad about not having to carry that persona with me for uh for a lifetime of grief and stress. <laughs> All right, last question from a listener here before we get to the trivia. How did we meet? We met at, we're both teachers and we met at school. So I had been teaching for a couple of years and then he was hired and became a teammate of mine. And so we got to know each other and that's how it happened. Well, what's also interesting too is because you were teaching second grade for the longest time. And then the mm-hmm. year that I was hired, you were moved to third and I was hired as a third grade teacher. So that, mm. that seems pretty, uh, pretty much like fate to me. <laughs> it kind of is though, honestly, like it, I don't know, man, it's, it's crazy the way some things like this, you know, work out. It's uh, right. man, it, there's like, there's seems, I, I know it's just like, you know, it's random and chaotic or whatever, but yeah, sometimes stuff does happen, I guess for, can happen for a reason too. So I don't know. That's pretty cool. I, I didn't even know that about you guys. Yep. And then, and then we split up and uh, I went fourth grade, you stayed on third. And then more recently this year, you're now back on the team with me. So you're stuck. Oh, with wow. Me. And by, by split up, you meant grade level. Grade yeah. Levels, yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh man. All right. We're going to get into the trivia. This is the best part of the show and our listeners mm-hmm. can play along too, as we are going through these questions. Paige, I don't think you're going to give yourself enough credit, but I do think that you're going to do better than you think you will. Uh, I'm going to go over the rules of this trivia game, and then I got to give credit because I did not come up with this trivia. So you will receive, well, you've got to answer 10 questions in total, Paige. There are three categories. We have Hornets trivia, we have Bobcats trivia, and we have NBA rules. You must answer two questions from every category, so that'll be six, and then you've got to get your four elsewhere, okay? So the maximum number of questions you can get from one single category is four, the questions, in my opinion, get progressively more challenging. I could be wrong. And the first question in every category is multiple choice, so that's that's good. Um, but there is no lifelines, no 50-50, no phone a friend. You, you've got to answer this question on your own. When you finish the round of 10 questions, you will have a score of up to 10 points. You probably think it's going to be closer to one or two. I think it's probably going to be closer to five or six uh, based on the ones that you got correct. Now, the final round of this trivia, Brian and I have come up with a mystery NBA-related person. Okay, NBA be, or Hornet? No, NBA, NBA. We're gonna. I'm gonna open it back up to the NBA. So it could oh, be gosh. a coach, <laughs> it could be an owner, it could be a player, just somebody involved. I don't want to give you too many hints, but the good news is, depending on how many questions you get right, that's how many clues you will get from Brian and I at the end of it all. Before we get started, I do want to give credit to Sports Channel 8. I've actually been on their trivia show, and the format was exactly like this. Brian, yeah. who actually came up with this? This was a uh, one of my colleagues over at Sports Channel 8, Ben Swain, um, who is a bit of an ideasman. This was, uh, yeah, this was his idea. And um, we had a good bit of fun during uh, lockdown last year when nothing else was really going on. Um, doing this once a week and streaming it and 
people seem to really enjoy it. And luckily we got some good guests. And so as we adopt this format over to Buzzbeat, we're off to a, a great start with all of that as well. It's very exciting. <laughs> all right. So Paige, this is how it's going to work. You're, you're going to ask, or you're going to say, Hey, I want, I want to go for this category. <laughs> Brian is going to kind of man down the Hornets trivia. I'm going to man the basketball rules trivia. And then when you go to the Bobcats trivia, him and I are just going to alternate uh, between the questions. So Go ahead, Paige, pick a category. I'm going to go with uh, NBA rules. All right. So that's coming from me. Your first question will be multiple choice. In feet, in feet, what is the length of an NBA court? 70 feet, 82 feet, 94 feet, or 106 feet? Is this supposed to be easy? Well, you got four options. That's how it makes it easy. You told me the first question would be the easiest, and this isn't looking good. Um, can you say this again, please? 70. Sorry, I'm going to be that person. 70, 70, 82 feet, 94 feet, 106 feet. Hmm. I think I know to the free throw. I'm trying to think of like distances I do know and use. I have no idea. Um. Let's go with B, 82. Oh, my goodness. That's going to be wrong. That's going to be wrong. <laughs> uh, the correct answer is 94 feet. That's okay. It's okay. Great start. The one, hey, the one thing that we don't have, Brian, I, I, meant, I meant to mention this, we don't have Ask the Moose. We don't have that portion. Oh, of God. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's unfair. a problem. Unfair. Yeah. Unfair. Because the moose is such a, I mean, hey, he's a he's a softy in general, but he just he gives great hints, you know. Yeah, he's a, he is a real boon uh, when you're when you're say yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about that either, but that is a, a huge missing ingredient. So unfortunately, Paige, he's not part of this uh, this recording here, so you will have to forego that. All right. What mm-hmm. happens if I don't get any right? Do I just have to like randomly you, make I it? I promise you, Paige, you will get it. You will get at least two or three right. All right, go ahead. It's gone down. You started with five. All right, go ahead, Paige. Let's just stick with the rules. Let's just go. Okay. What is the violation called when a defensive player knocks the ball off when it's sitting or rolling on the rim? Goaltending. There you go. There we go. Nice. Please give one clue. Yeah. All right, Paige. Your third. Rules again. We're just going through a category. Okay. Yeah, Jeopardy style. I like it. That's fine. Yes. No double Jeopardy, but yeah, here we go. A team (laughs) must advance the ball from the backcourt to the frontcourt in how many seconds? Now, hold on. Richie, are you talking about NBA or are you talking about college basketball? That's a good question. Uh, NBA. NBA, not the YMCA or uh, college. (laughs) NBA. High school or college. Yeah. That's a good. Yeah. It's from like. It, Not like how long they have to get it in, but like from the backcourt to the. Correct. Okay. To the half. Okay. Eight seconds. All right. There you go. Got it. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Well done. Now, do you know the college one page? I'm not going to give you a point, but do you know the college one? Is that one five? No, it's 10. 10. Yeah. Four. 10. Yeah. It used to be 10 in the NBA. And then I don't know at some point they changed, they shortened that to eight seconds to speed up play a little bit. All right. You want the fourth. Now, remember, Paige, you you only have 10 questions. So if you go four here, you can only do two and two in the other one. Yeah, but remember, like I didn't I didn't grow up a Hornets fan. I don't know much about like the old timey Hornets. Okay. so do you want Uh, do you want number four is your hardest one? I promise you this is the hardest one. 
Okay, I'll come. I'll save it. I'll save come it, back. Let it. me go. Bobcats. All right, that's All right. BG. All right, here we go. <clears throat> After the Hornets left, the NBA awarded Charlotte a new franchise in 2003, the Charlotte Bobcats. But there were two other finalists for the team name after a city-wide contest. Which one of these was not in the running for the final three choices? So is it A, Monarchs, B, Flight, or C, Dragons? Again, which one of these three was not in the running for the final three choices? A, Monarchs, B, Flight, C, Dragons. I'm going to go with dragons because I see the connection to Charlotte with the other two, but I almost wonder if it's flight. Cause I feel like that's something else, but I'm going to go with dragons. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Unfortunately, monarchs a is the correct answer. That's a tough one. I actually would not have gotten this one. I would have, I would have botched this one. I would not have got this one. Right. So I, mean, I see the connection. So right. Yeah. Monarch, Queen city. Like, yeah. Yeah, Charlotte Dragons would have been weird if they had gone with that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they didn't. My yeah. my my choice was it wasn't one of the top three. Was the Spiders Charlotte Spiders, oh. and then they yeah. would call the arena Charlotte's Web. It, it was just a perfect perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they should have they should have done that. Wow, that would have been a good a good a good marketing opportunity. I they missed out, unfortunately. Yeah. So you're two for four, Paige. Go ahead and with question number. Five. Let's go Hornets to the other multiple choice. I'm sure I'll miss. All right, here we go. The NBA has allowed teams to sell sponsorships that are featured on the front left shoulder of the team's uniforms. What is the Jersey sponsor for the Charlotte Hornets? Can I answer about the choices? Cause I'm pretty sure I know this. Uh, yeah, sure. If you'd like to go for it. Or should I hear the choices to make sure it's there? <laughs> yeah, Richie let out a gasp there. So perhaps, why don't I read you the choices here? Okay. Just, just uh, this will, uh, is it A, Geico, B, Lending Tree, C, Spectrum, or D, Lowe's? Lending Tree. Correct. B, Lending Tree. Yes. As Eric Collins lets you know, got it. That is the correct answer. Lending Tree. A fun fact, the reason I know that is a former student of mine father works for lending tree and he got to go and like sit in the suite one of the suites and he was telling me all about it so i remember jeez lucky dog i would like to go i would like to sit in the suite at uh the hornets game when you know people are allowed to go back into mm-hmm. buildings and sporting events again let's stick with hornets all right question number two under the hornets category what current broadcaster leads the Charlotte Hornets franchise in career games played with 701? Del Curry? Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, the you couldn't you can't have Hornets trivia without there being some type of Del Curry question. There's just it's not a possibility. All roads lead through uh, DC3 uh, in the Queen City. So that is correct, Del Curry. Nice job. I think you're up to four correct answers, Paige. Probably more than you would have given yourself credit for. There you go. All right, so you've got one more remaining question left in basketball rules. If you want to go that way, you've got two remaining in Hornets and then three remaining in Bobcats of your possible uh, choices here. Did you say I have to do at least two from each of them? You've got to do at least two. You've got to do at least two. Oh, then I'll just go ahead and do the second Bobcats. 
All right, here we go. Oh, Richie, you're doing this one here. All right, here we go. The Bobcats clinched their first playoff berth in the 2009-2010 season with a record of 44-38. and They were swept in the first round of the playoffs by the number two seed. This team featured Dwight Howard, J.J. Redick, and Vince Carter. Name this team that defeated the Bobcats in their first ever playoff appearance. Again, J.J. Redick, Vince Carter, and Dwight Howard were all on this team. It's not like I can make a fool of myself. Um, was it Orlando? Got it! There you go. Nicely done. Yeah, nicely done. Not the Dragons, but Orlando Magic, yes. <laughs> Next category. Let's go rules. This was a tough one. Okay. There was a recent rule change that took effect in 2018. In previous seasons, if you got an offensive rebound following a shot, the shot clock would reset all the way to 24. Now, after 2018's rule change, what does the shot clock reset to? 12. Oh, my goodness. Close. Close. <laughs> it was 14. I This one I knew was going to be the toughest one. So, yeah, it's uh, going to be 14 for that answer, Paige. All right, let me just do some calculations here as to see where you are at. You have exhausted your basketball rules, so that's four. You've done two for Hornets trivia, that's two. And you've done two for Bobcats trivia, so that's another two. So that's eight. You've got two more questions left. And you you can go both Hornets, both Bobcats, or you can go half and half here. But you said the last one each category is pretty hard. I guess, yeah. Um, let's do uh, Hornets. All righty, here we go. This former Miami Heat player began his career with the Charlotte Hornets. Even though he only played three seasons in Charlotte, he leads the franchise in block shots with 684. Name this player. Hmm. I have no idea. Hmm. This is why I need the moose. Yeah, yes, the moose would be a big help right here right now, unfortunately. Uh, I think he's remodeling his bathroom right now at the moment, if I'm not <laughs> mistaken. So I think this little, is more important. Yeah, um, I know. I know. Paige, I know. Think, think of old timey Hornets players. That that's that's the clue that I'm going to give you. We've established I don't know old timey Hornets. <laughs> you mentioned old timey Hornets players to me the other day. Mm-hmm. Was he one of them? I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. So what if I give? What if I try to give a little bit of a hint here? Is okay. that is that okay? That's fine. Okay. So so Paige, go with me on this. We're th- we're, th- we're talking about his last. I'm focusing on his last name here. Um, let's just say, generally speaking, we can break up the day, the parts, chunks of a day into three separate bits of time. We have evening or nighttime. We have uh, the afternoon. And then what else? morning. There we go. Correct. Yes. Well done. Well done. Thanks for the hint. Yes. Uh, I, that was, I thought that, I thought that worked out well. I thought that worked out well. I knew exactly where you're going with that, Brian. I knew that was the hint that you were going to get. It's, 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 it made it, it made it a, it made it a gimme, but that one of the best things about the moose when he provides hints on SCA at the game show is he really like pushes you in the right direction. And so I was trying to be a help, helpful guide here. You're channeling your inner moose. That's right. That's right. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm like a little moose cub. Well, I don't know what the name for a, a baby moose is, but. That'll be on the next round of trivia, perhaps. All right, Paige, you're five for nine. Let's go to the last question here to see if you can get six. Go ahead. Let's go, Bobcats. All righty, here we go. 
The 2012 Bobcats ended their season by losing 23 consecutive games. <laughs> Yikes. Um, and posted a lowly record of 7-59, and which was the worst in NBA history. Despite this, the Hornets were unable to get the first overall pick, which happened to be Anthony Davis from Kentucky. Charlotte decided to go with his teammate at Kentucky, who was known for his defense and shot with a rather unorthodox form. Who was this player that was selected number two overall by the Bobcats in 2012? Um, is it Michael Kid Gilchrist? It is correct. Well done. Well done. Did you get think you'd get six, Paige? No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the Bobcats. The Bobcats won only one more game in the 2011-12 season. Then questions Paige got right in the first round there. Wow, that's true. Perspective now, but but the percentage was much lower. Much lower. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, significantly lower. (laughs) Significantly lower. Yeah, fractions are weird like that. You know. Yeah, Paige would be a playoff team if if she was six of uh, ten. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I'm not going to give you points for this page, but let me just ask you these last two questions to see if you were probably not right in going with the basketball rules there. Uh, there are only two players in Charlotte Hornets franchise history, which I was kind of shocked. Maybe I'm I'm incorrect in looking this up, that scored 45 plus points in a game. Kimball Walker has done it six times, while mm-hmm. this other player has only done it once, scoring 48 points in 1997. Name this player. His last name resemble well not resembles it it is a food. <laughs> I don't know any players from 1997. Yeah, I don't that, think. Okay, Glenn Rice. I didn't even live in I didn't live in Charlotte at that time, so I wasn't really following the Hornets. Mm-hmm. Does Glenn Rice sound familiar? No. I should say yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Last one. Your audience will be screaming. <laughs> <laughs> now this one was even this one was tough too. Before Fox Sports Southeast fans had another option to watch the Charlotte Bobcats, Bob Johnson created this round-the-clock, year-round sports and entertainment network that featured the Bobcats, high school basketball, Sting, motorsports, etc. What was the name of this four-lettered regional network? You don't remember this? No. Okay. C set. Does that remind you of anything? No. No. I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have gotten that one correct. Yeah, that's for damn sure. I, I chose wisely. I guess. I guess you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Now, Brian, when you guys do this final phase, do you guys do one word clues? Does it have to be a one? No, nah, no. It can be. It can be. I actually, I don't remember, but I think we allowed for it. It could be more than. No, no, no. Yeah, it had to be one word clues. Okay. That's right. One word clues. Yep. Now I'm thinking. Could be about hyphenated. It. <laughs> uh sure why not yeah I'm, yeah okay so this is your final round page you have six clues we're just going to alternate we're going to go back and forth i'm going to give the first one then brian's going to give the second one you can guess after every clue that we give so it's not you're not limited to one guess and again the only clue that i can give you it's an nba related person okay and i promise you by the end of this you will you will know that you know this person i promise you do my first clue is going to be 2009. And we should say too, it's after each clue you can, you have, you have, you can guess after each, you have one guess after each clue. And if you get that wrong, it doesn't matter. We just move on to the next clue, but you can, you can still guess after each clue as well. I'm going to go with Danny Green. Well, <laughs> Look at that. Was that right? Yes. Yes. Oh, cool dominated dominated the final round page well done 
I only know that because he graduated the same year I did from UNC. Uh, so I knew he was 2009. I was trying to think. I didn't think he'd go Tyler Hansborough on me. Yeah. If you didn't get it then, I was going to use Dancer for the next clue. And that would have been just a, a dead giveaway after that. So. Mm-hmm. Congrats. Danny Green still still kicking in the NBA too, playing for the playing pretty well for the Sixers this year. Couple rings too. Yeah, he's uh <laughs> he's had a lot of success playing basketball. It's 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 pretty remarkable, uh, his whole entire career. Was he not your favorite player, Paige? He was. He was my favorite player when I was at UNC. Who who would you say like is up there with him? I mean, I liked all of the ones that were that year. So it was him and like Marcus Ginyard and Bobby Fraser and Tyler Hansborough were all that same. Like my, I couldn't stand Bobby Fraser. Cannot stand him. Bobby Fraser. Class, so I liked all of them. He's a he's a he's a high school coach up in Chicago now. Uh, Bob Fraser is. And uh, shout out Marcus Ginyard. He was a little bit before my time, uh, but I knew several people that. Paige, did you ever eat at Beeskies in Chapel Hill before? Yeah. It's no, it's no longer there. You yeah. see, it, was a, it was a mainstay on Franklin Street for a long time. It was like a sandwich delivery, uh, wrap delivery um, restaurant. Marcus Ginyard was a delivery guy for <laughs> for Beeskies, actually. And there were multiple people that had, uh, <laughs> let's just say, when they were in altered state of minds late at night, were very surprised when Marcus Ginyard showed up with their uh, their sandwiches to deliver for them. So. Um, uh, that's always my like favorite fact. Ginyard was like a, was like a pretty good player, but uh, my favorite thing about him was that he was a, uh, better, was, better delivery person. He's a delivery driver for, uh, for, for, for Beeskies. All right. Yeah, I remember hearing that, but he never delivered our Beeskies. Yeah. So that's, that's a bummer. I would, if I had an, I like, I would pay, I would pay a stupid amount of money to have an AKA ski right now. Like I would pay, <laughs> God, I would, I don't know. Like, just for the novelty of getting to eat one of those again. You guys are talking Um, about this. I have no idea what, 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 what's on that. It's like a, it was like a spicy chicken ski and it was amazing. And I would, yeah, I would destroy that right now. I I think I was that, I think it was, I want to say it's like the club ski. It's just like a club sandwich, but it's like in like a wrap, but it's like super stuffed and so good. So good. Is, is Sutton Sutton still open down there, right? (laughs) Sutton's is still open, but obviously like, I mean, Sutton's is like an institution and I, I really like the people that run Sutton's are good people. I used to do, uh, have to do magazine sales with them and they were always incredibly generous and always filled me up with coffee whenever I was in there, which I really appreciated. Um, but this year has obviously been tough for them, right? Because students aren't there for the most part in Chapel Hill. That's so much of their clientele. Um, you know, there weren't, as opposed to having, you know, 60,000 people in town for football games this year and having, you know, a lot of those people go over and get hot dogs. And basically like COVID is, has caused a lot of issues for, um, for, for Sutton's and, I mean, that's just, they're just one prime example, but there's a million little restaurants and shops in every college town across America. That's obviously been, been hit pretty hard by just not having nearly as much business due to COVID this year. So there was an article a couple of months ago written in the news and observer about sort of this phenomenon. And uh, they used sort of Sutton's as their prime example actually of it. So hope everyone's doing well there. And I can't wait to get back to Sutton's <laughs> when uh, there's not uh 
uh, COVID <laughs> rampaging all over the country. Before we wrap up here, Paige, tell the uh, connection with Sutton and you. My dog's name is Sutton. So I was trying to think of a Carolina related uh, name that wasn't so obvious, like Carolina or something like yeah. that. So, or Franklin. So I went with, um, with Sutton. That's so, solid. That's a good, that's a good, like UNC, good Chapel Hill uh, reference. I feel like for a dog name. I like that. And only, I feel like only people that have gone to UNC or like Chapel Hill, not necessarily the school, but just have visited the campus or visited Franklin Street with kind of, yeah. We don't even know that it is. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And that's better than naming it like uh naming your dog like he's not here. That would not <laughs> yeah. be that would be a bad it would be a bad dog. Blue cock, right? Blue yeah, cock, ex- yeah, ex- yes, exactly. It's better than that. I mean peppers, I guess, would have been fine. But yeah, no, mm-hmm. you pick you pick the I think the most obvious and best choice, I feel like, as far as like Franklin Street institutions go. Dog name. Let me ask you this question, Brian, because when I first met her, obviously I was introduced to her dog, Sutton. When you think of Sutton, do you think of a boy dog or a girl dog? Uh, I think, I don't know. Sutton's, it's, it can be like, it can be gender neutral. Okay. So I'll, okay. I'll say I, I wouldn't, I would have no assumptions. How about that? Okay. I would have not, I would not assume either way. Well, my assumption was wrong. So I okay. did not <laughs> ask for the well, in, in your defense, so Sutton, the dog is a girl, but she yeah. wears a light blue collar. So that doesn't help with the assumption that it yeah. wouldn't be a boy, yeah. but yeah. the light blue is for Carolina. So it had, you know. Perfect. Well, it's a great dog name. And uh, yeah, I, again, I miss, I miss Sutton's. I'm looking forward to going back there at some point soon, hopefully. All right, guys. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode. If you guys would like Paige to replace Spencer, just let us know as a, as a host. Um, maybe, or maybe she could replace me. Maybe she'll replace me from time yeah, to time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll <laughs> my, work, too. My Hornets commentary would not be up to par. Yeah, we're, I am uh, I'm going to try to pull a power move here and see if I can trade both you and Spencer for Sutton and Paige <laughs> on the, uh, the podcast going forward. <laughs> I feel like a dog on the podcast would help our ratings, actually. That's true. But uh, you never know, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thanks for joining us again. Go Hornets, and we will check you guys later. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.